right. You successful. Odd one. Curveball. Different. I think yeah, I, yeah. I, and it was funny because I didn't even think about it before we got jumped on. But literally as we're start, as I'm starting to talk, I'm like, oh, I bet some people are gonna disagree with this. Because <laughs> you knew if we discussed it before, we'd never get to the podcast. So I'd be like, let's break down this whole scene. <laughs> Welcome to Well Shit. It really is that simple. I'm Claire. And I'm Serena. On this podcast, we help you to understand about your 12 universal needs, why they are currently not being well met, how to meet them in ways that work for you, and how to consistently do so in quick, easy, and simple ways that fit seamlessly into your life. We'll also help you to understand how doing so will have a positive ripple effect in literally every area of your life. If you like what you hear, please support us on Patreon. And enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, everyone. So things are exciting here right now. Like in the last, uh, I've got, we've got a little bit of a confession to make with this. So we, as you know, we made the decision that we were going to switch over from Patreon to YouTube for our videos. Um, so I spent a very, very long week <laughs> uploading everything to YouTube and getting it all set. And everything was set for the switch over to happen on a specific date. And I went to do the switch over on that specific date and YouTube fucked everything up, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Way to go, YouTube. Um, it, it shifted the, like, so the, the, none of the videos were in order, were in sequence. Like, none of the episodes were in sequence. I'm like, uh, it's just somebody, if I was looking for something, that I'd look at that list of videos. And I'd be like, whoa, I've got no idea what's going on there. Nope. Nope, not doing that. Um, so we did go live and then I then spent the next week week or two was it <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't even know how long it ended up being in the end doing the exact same thing again and putting everything up in sequence like one at a time this time so um it was a big project um let's be honest um but it's been a really productive project mm -hmm. uh, because uh, we've already had um 500 views in the last couple of weeks which is exciting for us yes um one of the things we've noticed on there, though, is a lot of people who are watching our videos are not yet subscribers. So if you're watching the video right now on YouTube, be sure to hit subscribe and hit the little bell so that you'll get notified when our new episodes come out. Um, but yeah, it's like it's cool to see. like, And, and people are finding we're getting comments from people like who don't know us and we <laughs> don't know where they're from, like from different places. Um, and uh, yeah, seeing it's really interesting also seeing which episodes are really like the ones that people are. The, I think the top episode at the moment is. Is, um how to say no when it's really hard and I'm like oh it's like it's interesting seeing that one and how toxic is how toxic how toxic is toxic positivity those are the mm -hmm. top two at the moment um so it's really interesting seeing the things that people are obviously really interested in and looking to find out about so um yeah that's all exciting so um if you haven't checked us out on YouTube yet go on over and have a look because if you haven't seen the video I mean Serena's facial expressions are worth it alone. Like just that alone. What about I my mean, dance moves? And I also, you, sometimes get? You, you, you get you get to see Mr. Niggles in person, a little niggle monster from the Clearing Niggles episode, ah. who is popping up to say hi right now. Um, so if you haven't Don't seen him the yet, backpack. oh, with Dude. the backpack, <laughs> I want to get like a little modeling walk. And you go, pose, impose, show the backpack, bend over. <laughs> If you're just listening, if you're just right listening, now, I like, mean, just, just go and watch the video. Just watch. I'm that's that's all I can say. Too sexy for my backpack. Too sexy for my backpack. What you think about that? Too much coffee this morning? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'm entertained. I don't know about anyone watching, but you sit there, Mr. Niggles. <laughs> but we're not talking about that today. <laughs> I mean, an entire we could easily, modeling oh episode. Oh my god, I can totally see you doing that. I think maybe we end up having to do like a little TikTok of Mr. Niggles modeling. Oh my god, he needs. Oh, he's gonna have a whole wardrobe. Oh my god, it started here. Just, if you're listening right now, just know it started here. Um, but today we're not talking about any of that. We're talking about how what happens when something we don't enjoy doing meets our needs. 
And it sounds kind of like a contradiction, doesn't it? Does. It does, <laughs> it does, because you kind of generally think of needs meeting as being enjoyable. And most of the time it is. Most of the time we do things and it's like, ooh, yeah, we're enjoying what we're doing right now. That feels good. That feels good. Um, but there are kind of two kind of variants of this sort of doing something that we don't enjoy that meets our needs. The first obvious one is things that we have to do to get our needs met like i it's funny like i remember when we first started talking about this um serena was kind of going through like grocery shopping and cooking and um dishes dishes and and those sorts of things and and sweeping and do you want me to keep going no 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 we're good we're good we're good (laughs) down the rabbit hole we fall um so those were the things and you know what i've got a really odd one Really odd one that I think a lot of people... Try me. Yeah. (laughs) Sleeping. I don't... Now, don't get me wrong. I like a good night's sleep and I like relaxing. But as somebody who likes to do stuff and a lot of the time has a lot to do, I find sleep really annoying at times. I'm like, I don't want to sleep. I've got shit to get on with right now. Like, But let's be honest. We all know that if I don't sleep, chances are what I'm going to do is probably not going to be worth anything, much of anything. So... As I said, I just thought it was it was one of those sorts of people who'd be like, wait, I love, and I know people who love sleep. They love sleeping. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't get me wrong, I like relaxing um, and I like the feeling of having a good night's sleep. But I sometimes I find it difficult to go to bed at night because mm-hmm. I don't want to go and sleep. I want to do things. I want to watch the episode of something I'm watching or I want to edit a, a podcast episode that I'm like in the middle of and I'm really enjoying listening to. Um, that actually makes a lot of sense. Right? I, I Sitting here thinking, I was like, well, I love sleeping. And I was like... But actually, yeah, you're right. When it's time to go to bed, I'm like, but I want to do this and mm-hmm. I want to do this. And uh, having been an only child, I get so much FOMO. Like <laughs> if somebody else is doing something, I'm like, oh, maybe I want to be doing that. What am I missing out on? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I do, like I love naps when mm-hmm. I choose to take naps. Like those are great, but like actual. But I like naps, but I don't necessarily like napping. Like I don't want to go to sleep, but I like the fact that when I do nap, I feel better. Hmm. Like, I get annoyed by the fact that I want to take a nap. I'm like, I want to be doing stuff. I don't want to be napping right now. Like, I like the fact that when I wake up from a nap, I'm like, oh, that feels better. I'm in a much better space. But the actual act of napping annoys me. Interesting. I don't think I ever knew that about you. No. Like, I don't, I'm like, I've learned to nap. I mean, I never used to be a napper, ever. Like, it was just not a thing. And then I dated someone who was from the Mediterranean and like, naps are almost compulsory in that culture <laughs> and it's like so everybody would nap at a certain point mm-hmm. and I'm like sometimes I would just carry on and do what I was doing but then there are times where I was like I'm aware that I'm tired and I'm aware that a nap is a good idea and I'm aware that I probably need a nap to be effective in the thing that I want to continue doing but the actual like like stopping what I'm doing to go and take a nap I find annoying because I'm like I don't want to be napping I want to be doing this thing but I'm gonna nap because I know that by napping I'm gonna be better at doing this thing afterwards I'm gonna enjoy this thing more afterwards I'd like to I I mean (laughs) if you're listening to this or watching this just throw a little comment and I'm actually Mm -hmm. really curious to see where other people land on this like Mm -hmm. when you take a minute because um I'm still like I enjoy a nap. Like I enjoy the entire <laughs> process. I enjoy I enjoy the like fuck it. Just bye. <laughs> I'm going to dreamland right now yeah. or whatever. Like, but I get the sleeping part, so chime in. Yeah. Let, it, let us know where you stand on this because yeah. I'm I'm very curious as mm-hmm. the all right, you successful. Odd one. Curveball. Different. I think, yeah. I, yeah. I, and it was funny because I didn't even think about it before we got jumped on. But literally, as we st- as I'm starting to talk, I'm like, oh, I bet some people are going to disagree with this. Because <laughs> you knew if we discussed it before, we'd never get to the podcast. So I'd be like, let's break down this whole yeah. scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think it is. And, and this is one of the things that, uh, I mean, breaking down the sleep thing. Let's break it down. Like, why is it? It's because I don't tend to get, like, the, the, the needs that I've, I'm wanting to meet more are the 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 personal power like feeling like I have choice mm-hmm. like if I'm at that point where I'm like I'm so tired I don't feel like I've got a choice in sleeping I feel like I have to sleep like that doesn't feel like a choice at that point it's like oh and for me with a nap especially that's my choice that's my choice so for me it's really like it hits that personal power and it's like yeah damn right damn right I'm gonna nap right now like watch me do this shit I'm gonna nap 
so hard, hard right like and that's how I feel like and there are yeah. some times where it's like working and you're doing the long blinks and you're like oh I just typed six z's maybe I should take a break <laughs> there's and, your hint right there yeah. <laughs> and I agree that kind of napping like because you're at a point where you're so depleted it's like I have to do this or I'm not going to be able to function so I agree there but for the most part like what's the difference I get between, like jazzed about now I think it's the difference between recovery and rest mm. like so for me a nap is recovery like uh, I mean, I, I enjoy, I think the thing is that I enjoy resting when I'm like conscious. <laughs> I like to be conscious when I'm resting. I think, you know what it is? Uh, I think I think I might have found, found what it is. It's a little bit like when I got my first upgrade to first class on a plane. I wanted to enjoy all of the benefits of first class. The thing is, it was an overnight flight and I probably would have slept better on that flight than anything else, but I would have felt like I'd missed something. <laughs> I want an ice cream sundae yes. and a glass of champagne. I don't want this, I don't want this. Little, you have pillows and right. a blanket. Ma'am, like, it's, it, it's so hot in here, but I want a blanket. I, I, I want to enjoy all of the elements of being in first class. And I think the same is like, I want to enjoy yeah. resting. And if I'm conscious, I'm conscious of the fact that I'm, I'm like, this feels so good that I'm resting mm -hmm. right now if I'm unconscious I'm missing half the fun like <laughs> yeah you're a by the pool with the book and I'm, yes. a, I'm a by the pool unconscious the <laughs> well and I do like and, but again like you're exact that's exactly mm -hmm. it like I could be by, by the pool with a book and I kind of feel myself nodding and I'm like okay I need to nap now in order to continue enjoying my book mm -hmm. but I'd rather be reading the book than I would be napping um <laughs> I'm like thank god this was like I, I throw the book I'm and I'm like done I'm like, nope. <laughs> success two <laughs> two lines in I'm ready for that nap now <laughs> but I think that it, it is it's different it's different things that like the the being conscious and napping even just like laying on the couch and wanting watching a a tv show that I really enjoy watching but for me that's relaxation that's relaxation like I want to enjoy the fact that I'm watching something I want to watch and I'm not doing anything else. Like one of the things I find really, uh, that I really have to, uh, really like to do, excuse me, I've got the hiccups. <laughs> this could get interesting. Um, um, is that I really like to do is I, like I have to like put my phone down and put it on the other side of the room so that I don't end up like scrolling through mm -hmm. social media or what have you while I'm, uh, while I'm watching. And I'm like, when I do that and I can actually, and I'm just focused on the thing that I'm doing and I'm resting and I'm allowing my body to rest and I'm allowing my like, my being to just be still I like to be aware of that mm. um and I think that's the reason that I like napping for me is a is a must-have as opposed to a nice to have which actually kind of comes into our second thing in a minute but <laughs> wait we're still on topic <laughs> <laughs> sort of <laughs> but as, as Serena, the, the things that Serena was talking about like again like really really good examples of like like food we have to eat we have to drink we have to um do laundry we have to do like within our like functioning society as we are right now generally speaking people would would agree that yes we need to do dishes and yes we need to do laundry and yes we need to clean the place because otherwise that's going to compromise our needs to have a be in an environment that doesn't feel constructive and supportive um, so there are these things that we have to do and we might not might not like doing those things. So for me, it's like somebody said to me, um, I, like, I, was meet, I met somebody new a while back and they said to me, um, do you enjoy cooking? And I said, yes, I enjoy cooking on a once off if it's like a nice dinner party and I'm like, I mean, get to enjoy the process of creating and having fun. I put the music on and everything. Do I enjoy cooking on a Tuesday night because I have to eat something? Otherwise, my stomach is going to revolt and be like, what the fuck? Where's the food? Um, no, that one I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy that cooking. I enjoy cooking because cooking is like a creative outlet for me. But I don't enjoy cooking, which is part of the reason that how I and this is this is one of those it's kind of coming to like the second part of this, like how to do this in a way that works for you is to find the ways of doing the things that you have to do in a way that compromise your needs less mm -hmm. in a way that feels more enjoyable. So, for example, cooking is a good example for me. So I tend to batch cook. I will take one day 
and I will cook a whole bunch of one pot meals. So I've got uh, a red lentil and butternut squash curry I do. There's a Moroccan chickpea stew. There's a three bean chili. There's a Spanish rice with artichokes. Um, and normally I do like four or five big, and normally I make like a double batch of them as well. I'll make a double batch of each of those. I let them cool. I portion them up into um, little um, Ziploc bags and put them in the freezer. And so most days that Tuesday evening I got to cook because I got to eat is simply I've taken something out of the freezer in the morning and it takes me like five minutes to heat it up on the on the stove. So it doesn't compromise my, that's something I don't enjoy doing. So I find a way of doing it. So I get it all done uh, really upfront. And then on a day-to-day basis, it doesn't compromise my needs very much at all. Um, so that's one of the ways of doing it is to find ways of doing it that don't that minimize the impact to your needs. The other thing is to find ways of doing it that will are more enjoyable. So for example, like I will now tend to catch up on my uh, on TikTok while I'm doing the dishes because I want to know what's going on in the world. It's a way of doing something that makes the dishes a little less boring to me. Mm-hmm. Um, or putting music on that you like and not dancing around while you're doing the dishes or while you're doing the, the, the house cleaning or anything. Like finding the ways that are going to make it a little bit more fun mm-hmm. and a little bit less boring cumbersome <laughs> yeah that, that monotonous kind of thing like how can we how can we find other needs how can we and the, basically the root of that is how can I meet other needs while mm-hmm. I'm also meeting this need this uh, that I this thing that, well I'm doing this thing that I have to do to get my needs met and I'm pretty sure we're going to circle back to all this anyway but while it's present in my mind one of my things is to chunk things out like I'll get like you know the entire place needs to be cleaned. And then I get kind of overwhelmed and I'm like, uh-huh. fuck, I don't want to clean in general. I certainly don't want to clean this entire place. Right. And it's like, all right, I'm going to clean. Like sometimes it's like, I'm just going to clean the bathroom or I'm just going to clean this. Sometimes it's like, I'm going to clean this little one foot area of space on the desk. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like, it's not as much as I'd want to clean, mm-hmm. but just like to look over and be like, oh, look at that. Look at that one little space. And then it's like, that feels good. All right. I have enough capacity to do the next foot. And then maybe that's, you know, with the way that my brain works, then I look over in the kitchen and then I'm like, and there's the dish. And then I wash the dish and then I'm like, and there's this. And I end up doing 36 individual tasks in different areas of the house. And then all of a sudden it's like, this feels better. Oh, like (laughs) it's like not one area is actually clean, but there's a clean space in all those areas, which in itself feels good. Well, and my way of doing it is that like, uh, like a great example is that I like to clean the entire house before we p- begin podcasting. It's a weird thing of mine. Like just, I like, cause the energy feels better in the house once it's all clean. And I think that I like, I want to record the podcast with good energy. <laughs> um, and, and so I like to clean the place. Now, this week, I didn't have time. And I also didn't have the capacity because my back has been playing up this week. Um, so I'm like, oh, cleaning the entire house right now is just, just not optional. It's not not optional. It's not an option right now. <laughs> We're not so, optional, right? Yeah. No. Uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is optional. Um, it's not It's not ideal right now. Is I think it's probably what it is. Um, coffee. <laughs> and so um, what I did was I vacuumed. I just vacuumed these three spaces that are here, like the, the the spaces that are there's a there's a hard like line between there's the there's the living area, there's the kitchen area, and then there's the bathroom, and then there's a hard kind of door before the rest of the house. Um, and a lot of the times that door can be closed while we're recording. All I did was I vacuumed those areas. It probably took me about three or four minutes, but it I'm like ah oh, okay. That feels better. Like, mm-hmm. and it, so it's a, it, it, that same same sort of thing. Like, I'm just I'm going to do a little bit everywhere, mm-hmm. but actually, it wasn't lots of little bits. I did one one thing that covered for me several different spaces. Mm-hmm. Or what's, and what's what makes the most impact? Like, yeah, exactly. What eighty twenty rule? What's going to mm-hmm. take twenty percent of the effort but create eighty percent of the result? And vacuuming was it mm-hmm. at, the, at the time. I actually had the same thing yesterday with uh, the stove in my kitchen. I'm like, my kitchen needs to be clean. The entire thing needs to be wiped down. Like, just in general, it's cooked and lived in. <laughs> but the stove, I had I had just gotten done cooking something, and I'm like, all right, that just looks – I mean, there's splatters everywhere. I clean the stove, and now I'm like, every time I walk into the kitchen, I'm not like, oh, this has to be done. It's like, yeah, I need to do this. And, like, I took care of the one thing that was like, whoop, 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 and well, it – 
I don't know if it's like you in that situation, whether this is the same for you in that situation, but when I'm in that situation, I'm like, oh, look at the stove. Every time I go into like, <laughs> I focus on this, look, look how yes. nice the stove looks. I feel like in kitchens and bathrooms, it's the easiest places to yes. do that. It's like, look at that shot. Yeah, look at this thing. This thing looks so pretty. We're not looking at the shower. Look right. at this thing. Like- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, don't turn around. Don't, don't pay yep. attention to what's behind the curtain. Just- yeah. Focus on the sheen on the sink. Absolutely. So it's like, so the things that you absolutely have to do to meet your needs, it's finding ways of doing them that are going to minimize other impact to other needs and also that are going to potentially be like meet different needs while you're doing them. Um, so um, a- another example might be someone who um, wants to go like exercising. Um, so for me, I, as you almost certainly know if you've been listening for a while now I used to be a full-time international house sitter so I used to travel around looking after people's homes and pets when they weren't there and um one of the things that I always had to do was walk the dog um which was my exercise but it was also something I had to do for the the household to function because that was one of the the the, the <coughs> chores of the household um and so what I would do is I was always listen to a podcast or an audiobook or something I would do something while I was doing that that felt like that 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 it made that time more enjoyable for me or more productive for me um yeah it, it, it's 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 recognizing the ways of doing it there where you can meet other needs at the same time or just stop stop needs from being as compromised when you do those things mm-hmm. that's the first option is things that you absolutely have to do just to function in life um, and most of these things are going to fit in the foundation function needs of the, the taproot of our, our universal needs tree option number two is slightly different. So these are things that we don't enjoy and we don't have to do, but they're things that we might want to do or choose to do because they will mean that more of our needs are going to get met. And I can hear people going, what? (laughs) (laughs) Say that again, Claire. I can't say that again because I don't have that in my notes. (laughs) Rewind, hit rewind if you want to hear that again. Um, But these are the things that we, they're they're, they're not must-haves, they're not must-dos, but they're things that by doing these things actually mean that we get more of the things that we need or our other needs get uh, get met better. So there's a couple of examples, and we've got a very common one to us. Um, But I'm going to start off with um, one of my old favourites. And that is doing accounts. <laughs> now, I hate accounts. I hate finance. I hate numbers. Generally speaking, I'm just, I can do them. I just don't like them. I just don't <laughs> like them. Um, and so, to, to, so much so that when I did my degree, um, when I was choosing the modules um, that I got to do as part of my degree, anything with finance or accounting in that was optional, straight out. <laughs> like I, did, I didn't nope. even read the full thing. Oh, accounts. Nope done no so it's not something I enjoy however I enjoy and it meets my needs to run my own business way more than doing accounts compromises my needs so accounts is one of those things where I want to do them because by doing accounts, I get to run my own business. I don't get to run a business and not do my own accounts as much as I would like it if that were true. <laughs> there are times where I'm like, can someone else just do this? And obviously I pay an accountant to do like the, but I have to do the the bit of like saying what my expenses are and mm-hmm. reconciling the account, the bank accounts and all that sort of stuff. Um, because I'm the one with the information and the knowledge that allows that to happen. Like nobody else can do that because I don't know what any of this stuff is for because it's all stuff that I've bought. So I'm the one who has to say, this is what this is. This is what this is. This is what this is. And that is the pr- process that I find tedious and I find frustrating. Um, so, but it is something that I do want to do because by doing it, I get to run my own business. And if I didn't do it, I wouldn't get to run my own business. It's that simple. So what I did was, this is something that I want to do, but I don't enjoy doing. So what I did was I looked for ways to make this more enjoyable. And I have to say, this was actually prompted initially by my sister. 
um, because my sister, um, like most of my family work in accounts in some way, shape or form. And uh, at one point she used to help me with my accounts process. And I remember I showed up to her house one day with all my kind of receipts and everything so we could sit and do it together. And uh, she was like, right. She said, I've got some chocolate over here. I've got this on the TV. So when you need a break, we can take a break. And this is something I know you'll like. Um, I've got your nephew that I can like, kind of hand over to you and you can play with him like as a distraction when you start getting stressed because she knew that she knew that I didn't enjoy this process so without even realizing what she was doing she found ways of me getting my other needs met while I was doing it or mitigating the needs being impacted while I was doing it and I kind of took that as inspiration so now I will tend to play a music I enjoy while I'm doing the accounts I actually um this is a thing a kind of funny thing where I used to text my mum and my sister when I'd done my regular accounts. Like when I, was, I used to do them either once every couple of weeks or once a month, we'd, I'd go through and do it. And I would text them because it was a little celebration and I'd do a little celebration dance whenever I did. That was I'm, <laughs> that was one of my little things that I did. I'm like, accounts, dance, being done, like dance, mini dance party for one. Uh, I've done the accounts. Um, and that, all of these things were things I did to try and make that process feel a little less sucky um, or even at times enjoyable. Um, and when I, the more I did it, the more I was proud of myself for doing it. And the more because I used to be in that place where I used to leave, I, I just wouldn't do it. And then last minute. I'd have a stack of stuff to do. I'd have no clue how to do it because I hadn't done it for a year. Um, and moving out of that um, process I felt good about myself. Now, interestingly enough, over the last year with all the visa stuff, that all went out the window. So we're back in a backlog. But as soon as we get that cleared, we'll get back to doing it on a regular basis again because I know that feels more enjoyable. I know it's easier and I know it's it's going to um, make the process less challenging for me. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice when you can, I mean, if there's something you don't like to have some enjoyment because it's, mm. it's so often where I think in life and society, it's like, well, this is shitty. I don't want to do accounts. And then we make it an even shittier situation. So we yes. sit at a table with like the lights low and like one light and we're like, nope, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to treat myself with a soda after. And like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, just right. like to say, we almost make it shittier. Right. <laughs> like, and there's like the little things you can do, like music or a, yes. a chocolate. Like, I never would have thought about that before. Like, that makes like for it's especially for you i know that makes you happy in oh, general like that. a piece mm -hmm. of chocolate yeah. in general so a piece of chocolate when you're doing something that typically you don't it's that little like that little mm -hmm. ray of like goodness yeah <laughs> and enjoyment and finding, finding ways to mitigate the the suckiness in mm -hmm. those situations the things that we don't like about it um so there is another example that is a big one for both of us and it's something that we do not like doing mm -hmm. um no, sometimes I still feel like I'm fighting it tooth and nail. I'm like, oh, I don't want to have to do this. But, and the truth is I don't have to do this. This is not one of those have to do's. This is one of those things that I know if I do this, my needs are going to get better met throughout the month. And still, it's not something I necessarily enjoy doing. Do you want to share with them? Calendars. Planning in Stupid calendars. Stupid fucking calendars. <laughs> there's something about scheduling stuff that can feel like uh, there's, there's a couple of things I think about it is that it can feel boring to do mm -hmm. for a start but also I mean you've got two Sagittarius's talking to you right now now freedom and adventure and spontaneity that's all kind of part of who mm -hmm. we are and there's something about having everything scheduled mm -hmm. that kind of makes you feel a little bit boxed in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah, like I'm just even yeah. saying it. I'm like, mm. yeah. Um, however, if I don't plan things in my schedule, they don't get done. Mm -mm. I want to get things done in the business. So when I schedule them, I want to exercise. I want to see my friends. I want to spend time with the person I'm, I'm seeing. Like all of these things, they're all things I want to do. And unless, because I've got so many things I want to do, if I don't put them into a schedule and plan them, a fraction of them might get done. And stuff comes in like completely sideswipes mm -hmm. you just like, you're like, oh, I have this in my head. I'm going to hang out with Claire on Saturday. It's not in the calendar. And because it's not in the calendar, it's almost like 
not easily moved, but like that calendar is almost that fixation or the date in the calendar is the fixation. It's like, oh, unless this is emergency, I already have something here where something could come in. Like if we're like, oh, we're going to do something on Saturday and we don't put it in the calendar. And then it's like, oh, I've somehow triple booked myself. Mm-hmm. I thought you said we were going to hang out. Yeah. Uh I did. <laughs> like, well, and it's it's a, the thing I like about it, the thing that the thing I like about it is the fact that it allows me to prioritize the things that matter mm-hmm. to me and make sure. I mean, there are only a couple of people um that go that I prioritize planning my calendar around. Um in fact, there's there's three things. There's the business, there's Serena, and there's a person I'm seeing. Literally, that's it. Those are the people that I put in. Oh, and like speaking to my mom on a weekly basis, like that goes in on a weekly basis um, to, make, to make sure I get to see her because time difference and everything. Uh, if we don't plan it in, they're busy, I'm busy. If we don't plan it in, it doesn't happen. And that's the thing with us. Mm-hmm. We're both really busy individuals. And chances are we're going to have someone come along and go, do you want to do this? Yeah, sure, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then the other one will go, oh, I thought we were going to do this on that day. Oh, sorry wasn't in my calendar. Mm-hmm. Like that happens. Yeah. Or happened. Happened. Ha- happened. Yes. happened. Um, <laughs> Why? Because we actively do our calendars now. Yes. Like, and it's it's not. And proactively pro- do it. And that's yes. the thing. Proactively do it. So it's not weighing on us. So it's like, nope, we had these dates in. All right. We, I mean, we see each other quite a bit, but it, a lot of it is working. I mean, we yeah. live and breathe our business uh-huh. and then being you know, friend, best friends on top of it, it's, it, it's a lot of work. It just, I mean, and it is, and it's not work in the friendship, yeah. but it's just like, it comes up. So we have to actively be like, all right, I've seen you three times this week and this day, let's do something that has nothing to, to do, do with, with it. Work. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, try as we may, it usually circles back, but even just having that this is, in there. This is friend time. Yes not work time and that's the thing is having that time distinctively because otherwise if we didn't make friend time all that time becomes work time. Mm-hmm. because easily, easily and so, unknowingly yeah and it's not like we're like we can be catching up on something and the next thing you know we've planned out five podcasts and discovered the title of our next book yeah. like genuinely <laughs> that's literally that's how it works um and in fact quite frequently we'll have conversations where uh, like I, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do any work today. I didn't sleep well last night. I've only had three and a half hours sleep and I'm exhausted. And what happens when that happens? <laughs> the business comes together. Like every We do time. our best work in that situation. I'm like, how the fuck did we just do this? Like, what? Where? Wait, how? What? We were going to end four hours ago and yeah. now we have the next six months planned, planned out. <laughs> like, I mean, genuinely. So it's even when we plan to have time that we're not doing business stuff, business still can come up. But the key mm-hmm. thing is we are prioritizing friendship time. And otherwise, if we don't do that between like my dancing and Serena's dancing and the other friends that we have and the other commitments that we have and meetings and clients. And like, honestly, I don't think we would see each other. Mm-mm. No. And I think the same as like it with the calendar thing. I, I think, I don't know many people who are like, "Yay, I'm doing my calendar." They may, they may exist. I oh, just... I don't, I don't know. I think my dad's a little bit like that. My dad loves planning. Like, he, like he plans planning. Like, literally, <laughs> he has a calendar for his calendar. It's, it's, it's quite funny. Um, like that a lot there's a lot of planning that goes on in my family so I've learned how to do it from a very young age I think that's part of the reason like it's part of me just wanted to like break free and be like no <laughs> no planning no calendars um but it would be it would like anyone like we used to do we used to joke years ago that when we used to come over to Orlando on a like vacate family vacation like it was like a military operation every day was planned out like you knew everything you were doing every day and which day we were doing evening things like like the legit it was it was planned um and a lot of the time that what would end up happening was that prior to the plan being formulated he would plan for a day where we would plan what was going to happen or like like and we the amount of times that we spent and i and i kind of joke about it but it's it's like it's a it's a funny thing for me like we would talk about how we're going to plan something <laughs> before we would plan it um and I, I genuinely think that he enjoys planning. That is just something that he enjoys doing. It's something he likes doing. Um, and there's no judgment about that. Mm-hmm. We've just 
we just realize that we don't like planning, but it behooves us. It behooves us um, to plan because when we plan, we get more of the things into our time that meet our needs. And so our needs get better met. Something that just kind of came to me, being in relationship and marriage and all of that fun stuff, you know, you, you... hear of people (laughs) that was most that was like the least fun sounding all of that fun stuff (laughs) like it's heavily laced with sarcasm (laughs) do continue yeah i'm gonna just (laughs) mosey on from that one Um, but like planning date nights you know it's one of the it's one of those things like we shouldn't have to plan dates we shouldn't have to plan like you know, we shouldn't have to plan anything because it's a relationship. Especially it, when you live together. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it just. That's when it's more important. That's when it's more important <laughs> because seven days out of seven days, we could be sitting on the couch being in each other's presence, but not connecting. But when yeah. we have a date night planned, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this is the night we're going to do this. Even if it's staying at the house, like yeah. we're going to have a game night tonight and we're right. just going to play games. It breaks the, the, um, monotony yes of the everyday life and like a lot of times we're not thinking about it in the moments where we're like oh we could be doing something different we could be on a date and it's like i I think that the the power of calendar i can't believe i'm fucking saying that do you hear me right now like i'm like is this me no i actually do believe that though (laughs) like the power of the calendar to Mm -hmm. like we don't like doing it but it makes me like just thinking about it. it gives me a little bit of relief of like Oh, like I know, I know yeah. the things that are important to me are going to get done, which is going to meet my needs, which is going to make me feel better, which is going to make lead me to want to meet my needs more and to meet them mm-hmm. in more consistent ways. That's going to start that upward spiral mm-hmm. we talk about: a feel good, feel good, feel good, feel good, feel good. Yeah. And in that, we then get to feel good and do the things like with the calendar specifically. It allows right. us to then do the things that we want to do as well. So. And I think that's the reason we have this kind of love-hate relationship with our calendars because we realize the benefit they get, they bring us. And like scheduling me time, like time mm-hmm. alone where mm-hmm. you get to just be with yourself, with your thoughts, um, to to meditate or to do yoga or to just chill the fuck out mm-hmm. on the couch. Just be. Like, just be. doesn't matter what you do in that time. That's your time to do with whatever you want. And maybe it's like you set that time aside and then you decide what you want to do when you get there because mm-hmm. it's like, where am I at right now? What do I need right now? What's my capacity right now? Um, other things that, um, that, I mean, scheduling working out, mm-hmm. exercise. Like it, the, the challenge with exercise is that unless you are somebody who really enjoys a particular kind of exercise, so often the associations that we have with exercise in our culture is a negative. Like I, have it's, I have to, it's punishing, it's difficult, it's hard work, it's not enjoyable. Um, and so because of that association, even if the thing you're doing is something you enjoy. So like if I'm thinking about the fact that I'm doing exercise, I'm probably not going to enjoy it as much because exercise mm-hmm. has got such a negative negative association in my brain. If I'm going swimming, I love swimming. Mm-hmm. I enjoy swimming. But if I think about it in terms of exercise, all of a sudden it feels slightly differently. So what this means is that if we wait until we feel like if we wait until on the on, on any given day, if we don't plan it. And on any given day, we're like, do I feel like doing exercise today? Like if you, plan, <laughs> if you phrase it like that, how many of us, if we're not little gym bunnies or whatever, whatever other bunnies there are out there who do different kinds of exercise. But if you're not one of those people who's really connected into it and really enjoys it, how many of us are going to be like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I feel like doing today? Mm-hmm. I mean, even I, I, well, I may dance every, well, not may dance. I do dance pretty much every week mm-hmm. and I love dance. And mm-hmm. you say dance and I'm like, most of the time I'm like, yes, yes, that is something I love to do. Dance is also exercise. And I don't attach what? to it. Yeah, shh, shh. I don't attach to that as much. And I know, I know it's great for me to physically move my body. I mm-hmm. like, I know that it is exercise. But the second you say, like, I can go to my class every single week. And if you're like, oh, you're going to dance class, you're going to dance class. Oh, you're going to exercise. I'm like, <laughs> and then that class, and it, it has happened that way, where it's like, it's framed in some way more exercisey than dancey. And all of a sudden, my mind is like, 
oh, in the entire class, I'm like, mm-hmm. And yeah. I still love it, and it's still doing all the things, but it, my my but brain is taking over. <laughs> yeah, it's the association, and that's the thing is that that if you because of that association, if you think about like if you don't plan exercise or things that are exercise, like you don't even have to say I'm planning exercise in my calendar. Mm-hmm. You can be like I'm planning to go swimming, I'm planning mm-hmm. to go for a walk, I'm planning to go dance, I'm planning to go um, paddleboarding or whatever it is. Um, But if we don't plan that ahead of time, because so many of those things are viewed as exercise and because of our association with exercise, very rarely in the moment, a spontaneous speaker can be like, you know what I want to do? I want to do some exercise right now. Um, And what it means is it makes it harder for us to actually do the exercise Mm -hmm. that we know is going to make our bodies feel good. Like we might not enjoy exercising. We might enjoy exercising, Mm -hmm. but we want our bodies to feel good Um, and we know that we're not built to be stagnant. We're not built to sit as much as we do. Um, there's a reason that my, my if, you, if you're on the the uh, vodcast right now, you'll you'll notice that through this episode, I keep like wiggling from side to side. It's because I know that my back is talking to me at the moment because I've been sitting a lot recording this week. Um, so I I did some mindful stretching, but even stretching, like I'm like if you t- if I say I'm going to do some stretching, that feels different to I'm doing exercise. Mm-hmm. Technically the same thing, but they feel different. So by scheduling those things in advance and using the language that feels good to you, it's going to change. So it may be that on a, the, the beginning of the month, you're like, I need to make sure I'm exercising three times a week. That's something I know I want and I'm going to do. And that exercise could take any form. It could just be stretching a little bit, or maybe that I want to move my body every day. Like that, the, whatever the commitment is that you decide that you want, because that's what's going to make your body feel good to you. Um, then you go, okay, but I don't like the word exercise. So I'm going to go, I'm going to say, I'm going to swim once a week. I'm going to dance once a week. And I'm going to go for a walk once a week. Now you put those in the calendar. It makes it easier to, to ensure that you're getting the thing that meets your needs. Mm-hmm. More importantly, it helps with another thing, which is not nuance. That's my favorite word. Boundaries, boundaries, this is favorite boundaries. Word. <laughs> I feel like if you don't say it three times, like like Beetlejuice, like you say it three times <laughs> and it comes out. Like I feel like there's another another like, creature. Say, boundaries, 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 and this like, zoop, it's yeah. like the, his walls gonna come up in front. Like of I, I feel like we need like a we have Mr. Niggles. We need a, a we boundaries. boundaries. Oh, I'm gonna need a nuance one then. We're gonna end up with a little collection, aren't we? <laughs> Collect the whole line. <laughs> I can I can see where this is going. Um, it's an entire modeling like show. I mean, if we have multiple of them, like anyway, back boundaries. to boundaries. <laughs> Serena, boundaries. Stop. <laughs> you want to share a little bit about how this is helpful about for boundaries? <sighs> Because I know this has been a big learning for you and this is something that you found really beneficial. Um, It's actually, now that I utilize a calendar, I uh, set calendar dates that don't even exist sometimes Mm -hmm. as a boundary. Like people who, like it's it's almost one of those things that people will ask and it's like, oh, um, my schedule is full. And it's like, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But then I go and it gives me the option to go back in and be like, okay, I've prioritized these things because they're in my calendar. Mm-hmm. Something that I love getting done, body work. Mm-hmm. It's also a chunk of time right. in my day, yeah. which is hard to take away from. And I know that's a priority for me. I mm-hmm. know that it meets my needs and, you know, it it affects it. It has definitely a... Um, Cumulative? Um, yeah, or a domino effect on oh. like when I do or don't get it done. Yeah. So you'd think like that would be a like every week I have to, you know, because I do have I realize there's a lot of privilege in that, but mm-hmm. like if I don't schedule it in, I'll go months without it. Mm-hmm. Something I love doing, something like that's important to me, important for me meeting my needs. And now it's like you know, I have these time boundaries. I have these things. It's like, nope, this is scheduled in. This is mm-hmm. my time for this. And it creates a container. And it's like, that's that time. And well, it, it reminds me of that thing of saying, of, of just because you're not busy doesn't mean to say you're available. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is that, uh, the interesting thing is, is that I don't think that what you're saying to someone is like, 
I have things planned in everywhere and therefore I, I have <laughs> another appointment at that time and that's why I'm not available. I think what you're saying is I have a busy schedule right now mm-hmm. and so I'm not available and I can go back and look at it and go, is there a way that, I, do I want to make myself available? Can I shuffle things in order to make that? Because I think that's the thing is that a lot of the time that's how we view calendars, which is like, if if we have something booked in, we're busy. Mm-hmm. If we don't have something that's in our calendar at that time, we're available. And that's not the mm-hmm. truth. No, and it's situational and it's mm-hmm. it's in the moment as well. It's like, I may have five things in the calendar and I can add six and seven more on that day. Or I might, choose to, if yeah. I choose mm-hmm. to, or it might be, I may only have one thing in the calendar, but I know that thing has a lot of weight to it. It's going to take up a lot of time or mental space mm-hmm. or emotional energy. Like, And being able to set that boundary and then have that choice around it being like, actually, I don't think it's good for me to meet with this person on this day because of this. Right. And, oh, but next Tuesday mm-hmm. I have this much space here. Does this work? And then it gives me, it really, really, like, it makes my personal power need mm-hmm. feel like all Yay. giddy inside because it gives me choice and it gives yeah. me the opportunity to be like, this doesn't work for me. Where before I had the calendar, it's like, yeah, I know I have to work from nine to five on Monday and I don't have anything planned on after work on Monday that I'm aware of in my head because that's where my entire calendar is. And then I commit to something and I get there and I'm like, I don't even want to be here right now. Like, I'm just not into it, whatever it is. So it's the... Well, and I think it's also been really good in terms of, like, I I noticed it with you, like, probably going back about 18 months ago with the kind of hard and soft boundaries mm-hmm. like with time boundaries where it's like you would be like okay I've got a hard boundary at six which means I got a soft boundary at five so mm-hmm. I'm aiming for five but six is my hard stop right and f- for in a number of different ways because you would use that to communicate with me mm-hmm. so it would be helpful in setting boundaries around our work and making sure that we're doing that but actually I think it was as much boundaries for yourself oh, yeah. and you being able to go, oh, I'm setting this boundary for myself mm-hmm. so that I can get the other things I need. I'm like yeah, Boundaries is actually a really good, another example of this actually, one of those things where we don't necessarily enjoy setting boundaries, mm-hmm. but by setting boundaries, we are able to get more of our needs met. So like that's another way that like calendars is one and accounts is, was one, but like boundaries is another really good example of that, of this. I don't have to do it mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily like to do it, but by doing this, it's going to mean that I'm going to get other needs better met. Well, and especially with the boundaries, like, you know, it's it also improves the relationships that you're in because you're not compromising yourself and you're setting expectations. So when I do my hard and soft boundaries, Claire's expectations are set. So at like 4.30, we're not going to roll into something new when we both know. And it's like she knows that I have the five. I know I have the five. And maybe one of us gets distracted and all of a sudden it's, and a lot of, but a lot of the time we might be in the middle of something and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's five o'clock. You said that that was a hard boundary for you. I'm the mm-hmm. one that checks in about the boundary because mm-hmm. I want to make sure that Serena's boundaries are being honored and respected because I want her there when she's a yes. And if it's a no, I don't want her compromising herself to be there because she's not going to do the best work and she's not going to be better resourced in terms of mm-hmm. needs to mean that when we are there and together, either we're having fun because we're hanging out as friends or we're doing great, productive, effective work in the business. Mm-hmm. I love boundaries. I, I never thought, I mean, like, it. a couple of years ago, I didn't even, I, I don't think I even really knew what boundaries were. <laughs> like, let's I mean, heard the word, obviously, but knowing it And I remember level, when we first started talking about it, boundaries were a little bit of a, oh, for you. You were like, you kind of shied away from them mm-hmm. a little bit. So, like, to be at the point where, like, it's your favorite word <laughs> when it comes to this work. It's uncomfortable, but once you get there, it's like, and that's yeah. the thing, once you get there, it's like, like it's just it's another tool you get to use and I think that's it a lot of the times the things that we don't enjoy that meet our needs are some of the best tools that Mm -hmm. we can implement in our lives because it helps to ensure our needs are actually getting met and because we don't enjoy them we avoid doing them but in actual fact the more that we do them the less of an issue it actually becomes like Mm -hmm. like doing the calendars now initially when we first started doing our calendars it felt like such a mission like such a task like Oh, pull out the laptop. What are we doing? Blah, blah, blah. And And Claire was versed in calendars before I was. So she's 
pulling my teeth because I'm like, yeah, right. And she's already in the space of like, okay, I know this. I know this serves me. I know that we just mm-hmm. have to get through this. What twenty minutes of plan? I mean, usually it doesn't even take. And that's the thing. Yeah. Usually it doesn't take that long to do some of these things. And that's dependent on the situation. But sometimes we think about it and then it becomes this whole big thing. And it's like, oh, I have to do calendars. And it's like. <laughs> well, and the other thing I think is important to say that there's, there's kind of two things that come up. The first thing is in terms of like what you were saying about like initially, it, like it feels like this big thing. But actually, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Same thing mm-hmm. with setting boundaries. Like yeah. it's like that whole thing of like, oh, OK, boundaries. Oh, that feels like a big. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you have to do a time boundary oh, are you sure and i'm like time boundary yeah time boundary there it is time boundary <laughs> there it is there it <laughs> sprinkle is. it around like glitter <laughs> yeah um oh that was the second one sorry oh no bye no come back. come back come back um yeah no idea <laughs> i mentioned glitter and you got <laughs> and, uh, that was it. sparkling well, um <clears throat> yeah Oh, that's annoying because I think it was I think it was kind of helpful. I think it was kind of important. We mm. were talking about boundaries. Boundaries. <laughs> boundaries, boundaries. Yeah, no. It's gone. Well, you never know. We've done little additions to our previous episodes. Um you know, you might get one on this episode as well. <laughs> Who knows? Um but I think that um I think it's that thing where like, when something doesn't isn't enjoyable we avoid doing it the more we do it the easier it becomes but also the more we do it the more we actually enjoy doing it because we get the benefit of it we Mm -hmm. go we go oh this is why I'm doing this look at all this stuff I've been able to do as a result of doing this um and I would never have been able to do that otherwise Mm -hmm. um I think it was about calendars I can't remember (laughs) I'm desperately trying to claw it back but I think I think I think we might have to just call it (laughs) Is there anything you want to add while that thought is flying around? No, no, I'm thinking about calendars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the calendar thing has not been, it's not been a, it said it's not been an enjoyable process. But I think that's what we've realized through doing it is that actually the amount that it costs us, because mm-hmm. when something's not enjoyable, normally it's because it's, it's not meeting your needs or it might even be compromising your needs a little bit. And I think that's where it comes to with us, with the, the like little Sagittarian thing where it's like, oh, well, we want to feel all like free. And mm-hmm. um, when something's in the calendar, it limits my yes. spontaneity. And then it's like, now I feel like I'm in a box. And so it feels you know like how I feel about boxes. <laughs> that personal power need gets a little bit kind of uh-huh. squashed a little bit uh, or maybe just a little cramped. Um, but in actual fact, we're choosing to do calendars because when the amount it costs us by doing calendars is nothing compared to the amount mm-hmm. that it gains us by doing calendars. And then um, the doing calendars can actually, as I said, kind of feed that personal power need. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the things that you're doing that feel like they're compromising a need are actually supporting that need even better than if you weren't going to do them. Yeah. Does that make sense? That part. <laughs> that part I think that's it for today anything else you're going to add into the mix no in which case I will say thank you for being here thank you for listening thank you for watching uh, we look forward to seeing you again really soon between now and then remember to stay safe to take care of yourself and to continue to meet your own needs lots of love bye bye friends okay so we finished recording and I didn't remember the thing that I was trying to remember but I did think of something else that I wanted to add so you still get a little bonus um, this time uh, as well um, and that is that sometimes the thing that we don't want to do taking a short amount of time to do it up front can actually mean that we get so much more of what we do want to do in the long term so let me give you a couple of examples of this oh, I'll go, I've got an example and Serena's got an example so uh, an example of this would be uh, food planning um, so it's about figuring out what are you going to eat on which days of the week and doing a grocery shop that means that you have everything in that week so that when it comes to you have to think about it in the time that when you go to eat now if you don't do this and I've been in this situation in the past where like literally every meal you're like having a discussion about well what are we going to have right now and once you decide what like you have the conversation 
you're trying to decide and the thing is you're out of the like a lot of the time you're not in the mindset of like thinking about food it's not like you've done all your food thinking in one go mm-hmm. but you normally you're doing something else and now all of a sudden you're like what a food well I don't know what do we got what do we I don't know we haven't got really much in at the moment and then you often end up having to go to the grocery store um and then you've got to cook it um and if you do that with every meal a couple of things happen one you can almost and you end up spending an inordinate amount of time and energy on what am I going to eat and mm-hmm. getting from what am I going to eat to actually eating the thing that you're going to eat way more than if you actually did it up front and just planned it ahead um the other thing is you often end up spending more money mm-hmm. because how often do you get to the point where it's like I don't even care right now I'm hungry let's just get takeout because I don't have the capacity right now to figure this out or to cook I'm just going to do it like Right. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> laughing because I, I I know the time, I know there's been many a times where I've done it and I've gone to the grocery store and it's like, okay, you know, in the moment I'm like, I'm starving. I, you know, uh-huh. we need dinner tonight. So let's go find dinner. And we end up with a cart full of crap. <laughs> that we don't and then need. we get home and it's like, well, what we are we ha- having for dinner? <laughs> well, and it's like we have components for many meals, but do we actually have a full meal because we didn't take the time to even plan before we did that? We're like, let's just see what we come across. And it's like, okay, well, I can make dinner out of chips, a can of tuna, and a pineapple, and mm, this could have been more and successful. the time and energy that it's going to take you to figure out how to make a meal out of that, <laughs> yeah. you could be putting into something else that's going to meet your needs way better. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had a good example, with which was the podcast planning, right? Yeah, the podcast planning and, um, you know, back to our calendars again, which we uh, have that love-hate relationship with. We actually put in at the beginning of the month, okay, like, we need to do some podcast mm-hmm. recording. All right, what's going on in the calendars? Let's put it in for this week. And mm-hmm. most of the times we actually stick with it and it happens that mm-hmm. way. What would happen before, before we started actually planning and putting this into the calendar as this is a recording day, this is a recording day, we'd kind of play it by ear and we'd be like, all right, like maybe maybe this today? week, maybe this week. Like usually we start on Monday and it's mm-hmm. like, all right, well, maybe, yeah, we can record on Wednesday. So then we have to figure out the episodes. We have to make sure we have notes on it. We have to flush out the content of it. Then we had to set up and then we had to prep ourselves mentally because these days take a lot out of us. Mm-hmm. So it's like all of the things that go ahead of it. And it's like, if I know I have a podcast recording week coming up, I'm going to do things a little mm-hmm. bit differently that previous week and the weekend prior to like yeah. this past weekend, I skipped out on dance class because I'm like, I have a big, heavy week ahead of yeah. me and podcast recording in there. It's like, I'm going to I'm going to be gentle with myself this weekend yeah. and I'm going to I'm going to give myself a little bit more rest so that I can be even just a little bit more on because I know what's coming in the week and right. it's. It makes well, it all kind of come together. And I think, I mean, even just down to the simple things, like, for example, where we are right now, we can't have AC or fans on while we're recording because of the sound. So what this means is overnight before we start recording, I have to chill this place. It's like a freaking meat locker in the morning. <laughs> I walked in it's today. So I was like, my, and I need as slippers. someone who does not enjoy cold, you need what? Slippers. I thought we said you, I thought we said you need capers. <laughs> Why? Because, um, you know, capers. Why not? Well, especially because capers in my world means bananas. Bananas, which is no, like, that's why. <laughs> long, long. We'll, we'll share that on another episode. <laughs> if you really want to know, drop me a note in the comments and I'll share a bit more. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, and if we hadn't planned ahead, we wouldn't have planned what podcast. We, this wouldn't be set up and the place wouldn't would be so warm it would be mm-hmm. uncomfortable to record and we probably wouldn't get as much done recording wise well and we never i mean thinking back to it before we used to plan it like half the day would be in the prep of and planning. planning and yeah. it would be like an immediate thing so things would get missed then mm-hmm. it would be you know we'd get to sit down and we're hot and flushed yeah. and we're already like uh mm-hmm. like it just makes every step of the process that much easier yeah Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that was it. That was our little edition. Um, and who knows, we may be back again next week with another one. We'll see. Don't get too used to these editions. We are going to do full episodes that we remember all the shit in one go. <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> the good thing is also is that, that oh, that was the thing I was going to say. I remember the thing I was going to say is that just because you have made a plan 
does not mean to say that you cannot renegotiate it. That, 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 right? that, that, that. This, oh, I'm so glad. I'm, I'm so, so glad, glad it came back. I'm so it glad it really came back really bugging too. the hell out of me. That's important. Like, really? Right? So, like, yes, we plan our calendars, but just because we've planned our calendars doesn't mean to say that that's set in stone. It's the same mm-hmm. thing with boundaries. Just because you've set a boundary doesn't mean to say it can't change. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when it comes to, like, making plans, like, a great example in a couple of weeks time I'm due to be going I was thinking about going away for the weekend and I was I did my calendars with the person I'm seeing and um we spoke about well we were going to go away like there's this uh, there's a a vegan food festival um that we wanted to go to so I was like well he was due to be working that day but because we planned we were doing our calendars in advance um I said to him well do you like I'm assuming we're not going to be able to go because you're working. And he said, well, I don't want to not go and do things because of that particular gig because it wasn't um, in terms of the the stuff that he's doing. It wasn't as high a priority as some of the, some of the others. So um, he was like, actually, I can take that, that, day, that night off and we can go. And I was like, oh, great. Well, actually, we can go on the Friday um, and we'll be there Saturday, Sunday. Well, actually, he is not working again until Monday night. Well, we had a work day scheduled in on Monday. And I'm like, well, let me see whether I can switch that with Serena to do it on Tuesday instead. And then I can do my work day on Tuesday. But it means we get a little bit a little bit longer in our, in our few days away. Because we planned, one, we end, we're going to this food festival that we didn't otherwise, otherwise probably wouldn't have made it to. I mean, no, we would not have gone to this. It wouldn't have been something that spontaneously on the day we would have been able to do because at that point it would have been too late to reschedule and get cover and all those sorts of things. But also I knew I could go to Serena and say, does it work for you for us to reschedule to the Tuesday? And actually it worked for both of us. So it wasn't an issue. But by planning it, it meant that I was able to, one, the fact that I planned something in the first place meant that we were able to do this thing. But just because we planned something didn't mean to say that we couldn't go back and go, hold on a second, this meets my needs better to do it this way now. Does this work for you? And then you can have that kind of conversation and co-create something that works for both of you. So while it is important, like planning is really helpful, it's also important to recognize that planning with a view to being flexible where it supports everybody's needs to do so is actually... as important if not more important because otherwise that's when and that's what allows us two Sagittarians to do this mm-hmm. because we're not in a box because we know at any point we can choose to change the box if it if it works for both of us to do so mm-hmm. right yes I'm so, very glad I'm so very glad, glad it came, came back, back. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been like Yay, a 4 a.m yes. in the middle of like <laughs> my brain for the win like <laughs> it's, five to that yay Okay, right. We are really done now. Um, So uh, we will see you next time. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Remember between now and next time to stay, 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 stay safe, to take care of yourself and continue to meet your own needs. Lots of love. Bye, friends. Bye. That's it for today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and give us a written review as it will help more people find us. And remember, not all the ways of meeting your needs will always be enjoyable but you can find more enjoyable ways of doing them. Well, shit. It really is that simple.